Killer on the run. The escape of the backstage killer was thwarted by a team of lightning-wielding teens called the Wingmen, who seem to be investigating the killings as well. The team captures the killer, but upon learning of Christine's situation, he flees in a panic. There's no time to chase after him, as Frank awakens to his own magical powers, acquiring a flying raft. The crew rests at the former Church of Oakland Jackson. As they sleep, Sam witnesses a bone-chilling vision of their father under the employment of a mysterious man in the world of the dead. Barely processing the vision, Sam and Oakland are attacked by Hank Hoyt, Christine's lawyer. Why is he attacking? What did the killer do this time? Let's find out. We cut back in as this beam of blinding light shoots from Hoyt's hand from the other side of the street. And for the start of the session, I'm going to have you two roll to face danger quick. Am I trying to jump away from this beam of, beam of light? Yeah. If that's what you think Sam's going to do. Like, I think that's what Sam's going to do. Yeah. Okay, so then I want to use my giant funky boots. Okay. You'll get to mark that. Hey! That's three. You love it! You're gonna love it! Yeah. Yeah. Put in some like epic music or something. I don't know. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. All right, that's as much as we can go before we get copyrighted. <laughs> Level up. One new tag. Expensive purse. Okay. Um. Anything else? I don't really have anything that I can use. Is there anything on the crew tag? I mean, I mean, you got you got predict the foe's next move. Would that work? I mean, yeah. In order to like, you you could dodge a beam of light before it strikes. That that makes sense. I'm yeah. gonna use that. I didn't think about that. I don't use my brain sometimes. You're good. Um. So I'm rolling with a zero. And then what about you, Oakland? Um, me, I will be using escape routes, black feathered wings. So you're gonna fly? Yeah, I'm gonna fly away. Are we just like leaving the kid here to get assaulted by light? He's in the church. He's in the church. Okay, We're so outside. He's outside. Yeah, he's fine. That was my first thought. Don't worry. <laughs> um, and then can I use the abandoned church? I mean, we're at the. I church mean, yeah. Like, okay. if you're yeah, at your yeah, enclave, be... like your base tag for that basically will automatically succeed to like be included so how many is that so that's plus three because escape black feathered wings and the abandoned church that's a plus three nice hey at least one of them (laughs) watch it be you seven Barely passed barely passed yay six seven plus three that's ten woohoo as soon as he did that, I finally pulled up this guy's stats. Because I have been scrolling this entire time. <laughs> me says, watch me get snake eyes. You, it's the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland, you fly up as this beam hits you. And, uh, Sam, you dive away, but the beam kind of catches your foot. So you are going to get singed, too. 
So as soon as you dodge out from that, Hoyt once again shouts, We decide to trust you and you go ahead and do this! And he fires another beam and it kind of like cascades off the side of the church and like barely misses you, Oakland. You don't get hit. You're fine. Yeah, it's just like, like dramatic effect. Dramatic effect. What are you guys going to do about this? Um, I'm going to restrain them. Oh. Okay, what are you going to do? Exactly. So we go toe-to-toe. I'm going to fly directly at them and pin them down. Nice. Yeah. Good to go? All right, I'm going to use black feathered wings, powerful gust of wind, growing wings, so that's plus three already. Mm-hmm. And I don't um, think the abandoned church will be for yeah, this. Yeah, You're leaving it, technically. Would, is it dark? Yes. Then I, can I use illuminate in the darkness? You're, you're tackling someone? No. Like, this guy, he's literally glowing. Oh, you can, oh, you're, as you see him standing on, as you see him standing on the roof across from the church, there is this, like, golden yellow glow that surrounds his suit. Yeah, so that's a plus three. I would like to use a clear target, feather fury. Well, I guess not. So just a clear target, protect those who can't protect themselves. How many is that? So far, it's five. Okay, I feel like I should, like, lower that a little bit. I feel like there should be a maximum. No, max five? Max of three, at least. A maybe max of for three this. for this? Okay. Like, um... Should there be think... a max for, like, each specific move? Like, a max of three for go toe-to-toe? A max of, like, maybe. four? Yeah, we can decide It, it depends. Time. Um, right, so how about, um... Get rid of Feathered Fury. Yep, that's I did. And Growing Wings. And Growing Wings? Alright. And so one, two, I know technically we said a, a maximum three. of three, but like, um, I feel like the Gust of Wind is less... Unless you're using it to like knock him down. I'm using it to propel me forward so he has no chance to attack me when I'm trying to attack him. Okay. You know, like a bullet. Sure. So that'll be plus three? Yeah. Six, four, ten, thirteen. Thirteen? Thirteen! Thirteen! All right, I'm going to let you describe this. Okay, so the moment I see the second blast of light pass by me, very close, I can feel it on my feathers, I immediately know that this guy's in danger. I use my wings and I fly directly towards him. I give him no chance to throw another beam as I pin him down from the back. Okay, so you can pick, I think you have one or two options to pick from the go to toe list. I would like to achieve my goal and get them good. I would like to give them a status pinned, or, yeah, pinned, pinned. Okay. What would the... Is, is that the move that automatically gives people statuses? Or is it yeah, you get them good, giving your opponent a status plus tier. Equals power. Yeah, so that's a status of three. Oh, epic. Um, it's time to introduce one of his custom moves. Oh. I'm so sorry. You fly into him and you knock him on his back. He grits his teeth and lets out a yell. And with that, there is a burst of golden energy that flings you backwards. You would have fallen off the roof if you didn't have wings because... This guy has a custom move called Soul Invictus. As long as Hoyt saw sunlight in the last three days, when 
when it takes a status of physical harm or subdual, reduce its tier by three. Why would you do that to us? This is a pre-made character. Blame the city of Mystery. <laughs> Why would they do that to us? Why'd you restrain my tags to three then? If I'm <laughs> 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 not gonna do anything. Like that, you know? <laughs> should have made it four. <laughs> She well, thought of a reason to use my wings to smack them. That would have been way too easy. It won't be fun if it's not easy. <laughs> okay. So you get flung backwards. He gets to his feet. He shouts, We hire you to get rid of this guy to find the actual killer. And instead you let him go to the police station? And he fires another bolt at you. And it like goes between your legs and almost hits Graf Mississippi on the ground. Sam, is there anything you want to do to, for this situation? We didn't do anything! <laughs> didn't you want him at the police station? Like, Not no. breaking Christine out of jail! Another lightning bolt. Or not lightning bolt, another blast of light. That's fair. We didn't do it on purpose. Um, his hands start to glow very, very bright. I'm giving you five seconds to try and explain yourself before I burn this church to the ground. Ah, yes. That is a very, very good way to One, set up your issues. Three, two, shut up. Nice. What do you the children! <laughs> the children! The children? His uh, glow starts to dim. And when you say that, you can see Frank poke his head out. Oh, what's going on? The bad guy is trying to hurt you. No one is going to hurt him. Nobody is going to hurt you. He's trying, but he will fail. Oh, um... Uh, Frank looks very concerned at this point, and he looks towards Mississippi, um, where Orr is laying on top of it, her, and he just flings out an arm, and the Orr goes flying towards uh, the guy, kind of smacks him on the head, and he goes, jeez! Ah! Frank, get out of here. Go back inside, it's dangerous. No, no, leave. Like, actually leave. Oh. He's safe inside the church. No, he's not. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust, um, I'm gonna trust Oakland on this one. Thank you. He, uh, goes back inside as the ore floats back off of the roof and lays back down on Mississippi. He's so calm. He's seen a lot of weird yeah. stuff on the streets. He witnessed a murder last night. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. Ooh, ooh. Wait, I've got to get to the top of that building. I could throw you up there. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Yo, you want to merge? Okay. It's like carry me up there, you know? I'll throw you up there. Hoyt uh, walks to the edge of the roof. Tell me what happened. Can you just give me a second to get up there? He jumps off the roof. And as he lands on the ground, he does like a superhero pose. And there's a rumble in the earth beneath you, and a soft glow where he landed. 
as he stands up and brushes off his legs. Real original, Hank. He crosses his arms and glares at you, refusing to drop the globe that surrounds him. Okay, whatever. I walk up to him. How about we make a deal? A deal? I literally just want you to tell me what happened when you found the guy. Aww. <laughs> there's, no, there's no deal here. Well, seeing as you- Samuel, it, just I explain it. I'll just explain okay, fine, it. fine, fine, fine. Just explain. Okay. There's like- We're not gonna actually probably explain it. There's like a little bit of like a- I feel like montage isn't the right word, but like maybe there's like a few flashbacks to some of the important scenes, like the ropes flying at you. In the background, you could have like cars going by, you know, to make it feel like it's an act. We're in the actual city talking as as the flashbacks are going. It's like I mean, you're in like an abandoned section of the city. There's not really cars going by. That's true. Well, maybe we could just be like, okay, so, and then just. And that's what happened. So. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> well, I think we, yeah, we, we do like a little jump over you explaining the situation. You already know what happened, listener. At the end of your story, Hank is leaning against the like abandoned bank on the other side of the street where you guys have been talking. He doesn't look happy, but he looks less angry. So are you still going to try and kill us? Hank rubs the bridge of his nose. Shepard, Deva, and I were at the police station trying to discuss things with Miss Bergamot when all of a sudden a masked man comes rushing in screaming for Christine. And during this chaos, he ends up mentioning that some man with wings and a bunch of Children of Lightning, I don't know that part, told him that Christine has been blamed for his murders. Now, on the one hand, he did confess to the crime, but on the other hand, he killed five police officers. What? And now we don't know where Christine is. So, yeah, I kind of assumed that you were a part of it. Let me get this straight. Let me, let me get this clear between us. He was looking like, you're right, gonna get me, Sam. I don't trust you. I don't. I don't think anyone does. Hey! <laughs> Sam just gives him a weird look. And you expect us to trust you? You're a lawyer. I expect you to help your friend. That's what we were trying to do. We were trying to get to the bottom of this. And then so all of a sudden, this guy in a mask just decided to pop up out of nowhere and try and kill us all. And then there were a bunch what of children with lightning. Are we not going to talk about the children with lightning? Let's That's a little concerning. Okay. I, I have so many things on my mind. We don't... He's, like, rubbing his face. We do, like, insurance disputes. This is... Oh, boy. Okay. He's, like, trying to collect himself so he doesn't freak out again. Maybe you should become a police officer. Just make up for those ones that died. That's a little low, man. A little? That was the point. So what exactly is your plan now, guys? Christine has apparently been kidnapped. Uh, you got this guy. You got... You still have the urchin boy. It's late. Which means you slowly realize 
Um, you're going to get a message soon from the message boy that tells you where exactly the hole in the wall is for the night. Well, at least that gives us a place, a place to put Frank. Sure, Frank, take a take an urchin boy to a speakeasy. That sounds great. He lives on the streets. It's got to be better than nothing. I can't tell whether it's you saying that or Hoyt saying it's, that. It's me saying that. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not a voice actor. <laughs> I have an idea, um, but I want to see if it triggers or not. Can you roll a die for me? Roll a die? Yeah, one die. Three. So I think it's going to happen. Why do I always have to roll the dice of fate? Okay. It's fine. If you're lucky. Um, are there any puddles nearby? Mm. Was it raining? I don't think it was raining, so most likely not. I mean, it's an abandoned district, though, so like it's, it's just part of the ambiance. So yeah, let's just it might be. Let's say, let's say there's like a yeah, puddle might be in a, like the gutter. A broken pipe or something. Like something. There's like a little puddle somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. The water dripping out of a broken pipe has collected into a small puddle on the side of a building. And you see this puddle glimmer with a rainbow color for a minute. And then you hear a voice say, Mr. Jackson? Jefferson? Hello? I want you to give me one detail about the guy that is in charge of telling people where the hole in the wall is for the night. Like, the guy who's in charge of telling employees. Small. Oh, that's what I was gonna say! <laughs> yeah, you imagine. Yeah, definitely small. But, like, it can't be an actual child, because we were... We were it could be a child. An enchanted child an that enchanted never grows up. Child. And wears oversized clothes. Aww. <laughs> okay, I'm down for that. Okay. Way oversized, like, you know, grandpa's suit. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Okay. <laughs> so, if you look into the puddle, you see this like freckle-faced kid, maybe like 14, 12, something like a little older than Hank, maybe, wearing this big fedora on top of these big curly black locks, and he's wearing a suit. And he's looking up at you through the puddle like it's a mirror. Hello? You there? Yeah, we're here. Hi, Jefferson. Uh, I got the address for the hole tonight. Um, the address he gives you is at the old quarter, like always. But tonight, it is by the City Museum. Ooh. Something's going to go down there. <laughs> oh, something always happens at the museum. <laughs> Well, there's lots of cool stuff at the museum. There's always something you could try there's and get. something that could come to life or curse the world. If you want it to. Or if you want it to. To curse the world. Or kill a god. Miss Hattie Mari is expecting you here in, um, like, a hour, half hour. All right, will do. All right. Have a good night. It gives you a wave. And then the uh, petal glimmers again with the rainbow light and his image vanishes and it's back to being a grudgy old puddle. Grudgy old puddle. He looks like he's gotten older. It's too bad he can't. <laughs> I'm going back inside. Wait, no, we have to go. I'm getting the kid. Just leave him here. He'll find us. That was a joke. Just yell at him. Um, As you're, you're heading into the church open. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. As you do that, Hoyt uh, crosses the street to stand by the church. I've heard about where you work. I think I've been there myself once. Not the best place, but it'll do. Well, it'll do? For a job. It's a fun place to work, I suppose, if you're going to be a criminal. Oh, okay. So we're going to get into this talk right now, you know? I'm the criminal. You're the good guy. That's how it always goes down, isn't it? I mean, I am the lawyer, and you are the criminal, so... Oh, really? You're you're a lawyer, so that automatically makes you a good person. Makes me a law-abiding citizen. Just because it's law doesn't mean that it's morally correct. <laughs> okay, well, this argument's going on. We're going back into the church quick. Is there anything you want to do, Oakland, before you head out? Um, I'll take a letter out of my pocket and place it on the stand. What's that stand called? Um, the p- the, the pestle. The, the, the pedestal. The like. The pew. No, not the, not pew. the pew. Those are the chairs. Uh, the thing that someone uses to, like, make announcements from, yes. and it's, like, slanted. <laughs> the holy church table. <laughs> the announcement? The podium. The podium! The podium! Yes. podium! I, put, I put a letter on the podium, and then I lead Frank out. Is it just, like, a white letter? Is there a name on it? No. Interesting. So, if you want, we can get straight to you heading to the hole in the wall, or we can talk about what your what the plan you're gonna make is with Hank. Because like you could like maybe uh, regather yourselves in the morning to go search for Christine, or he could come with you. Or what do you guys want to do? I say we drop the kid off and then go. But where are you gonna drop him off? The hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, you're gonna you're going, okay, you're going to the hole in the wall, and then yes. you're gonna go search for Christine. Yes. No, because we have to do our job. We can find stand-ins. I'm sure we're not the only people that work there. You think we can work seven days a week? Yes. And no. I, I mean, you are like assigned for the night. We will say that. So we have to go to work. We can call in. Okay, how about this? Make a hard choice. I'm going to have you guys get to make a hard choice about whether or not you guys go to work. And you guys just make this as a group. Can we roll on it? Um, No, making a hard choice it is, this is a narrative thing. It decides what exactly you're going to do about your identities or your mysteries connected to your themes. This is focusing on your crew theme about working for the mafia. So, like, if you decide to head to work, you get to uh, mark attention. But if you decide to go and search for Christine tonight instead, you get to mark uh, fade. Working for the mafia is literally our entire personality trait. It's your entire personality trait. Oh, really? What else do you do with your life? Save people. I don't know about that. Have you ever thought to ask? I probably have. And it's probably, probably fair. I <laughs> probably just ignored you. <laughs> we have to go to work. Otherwise, we will be murdered. Like, we'll just straight up die. I highly doubt that. We're... Our boss will literally kill us. She she's not the nicest boss. But she's, she's not going to kill us. We'll just suddenly have a heart attack in the middle of looking for Christine. We'll be fine. Anyway, we've got Hoyt over here to go look for Christine. You think the lawyer can do it by himself? You're right. Are you having this conversation in character? 
Yes. I want to make sure because like when you mention him, he huffs whether you come with me or not, I'm looking for her tonight. We're going. We can't. We have to. We you can't. guys can split up. If you have well it's your your choice to split up, but it's a suggestion. If you die, I'm going to kill you. That makes so much sense. I will resurrect you. In the name of Satan, I will re- resurrect you. No. And then kill you. And then resurrect you again because I can't have you dying. But still. I'm just going to ignore Sam and start heading to the address. Excuse me. Okay. And I and Frank accompanies you and is like and like sits on his raft as it kind of floats alongside you, I think. I follow. Fine, you go, but Frank is staying with me. Oh no, no, I'm going with him. I no. like him for him. No, no, Frank, you're you not. have to stay. You have to stay with Sam. What? You are staying with me. My eyes watch her. Wait, are you trying to like actively convince it? Like yes. he's a No, I'm telling him. Like, do you want to roll to convince? Sure. Oh. Demonic influence. Why are of you course. hypnotizing the child? I'm not hypnotizing him, I'm scaring him. Yeah. Um, can I use my confident stare? Um, no. No? I, I, think, I think if you use, if you use your eyes, it's either the confident stare or the, like, demonic influence. I don't think okay. it's both. I'll just use demonic influence then. Um, I guess I'll just be rolling with the plus one then. Yeah. Are you gonna help me? No. Okay. Four, eight, nine. Nine. All right. So, uh, you can give him a tier one status. Fearful. No, actually, um, intimidated? Sure. Much better. I don't want to scare the Yes, I do. But, like, not to that extent. You scare my child. I want him to be mildly unnerved. Your child. Mildly unnerved. Okay. So your eyes flash red, and your shoulders kind of go up a bit. Well, where would I go with you? To work. Well, I'd probably just stuff you in the back, but to work. Also, where I live. We're taking you someplace safe. That's too vague. You're gonna scare the child. To be fair, I trust him more than I trust you. You really shouldn't. Offense intended. I just roll my eyes and keep walking. Frank just sighs and, like, watches you go. And he floats over towards, uh, Sam. And, uh, you're- and you're going to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think Quint follows you. And then Frank stays with Sam. Don't hurt him. Do you really think that I'm going to hurt this yes. child? Okay, well, whatever. I won't hurt the child. I might hurt them. On purpose. Yes. No, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Anyways, I would recommend going back to the opera house. Obviously. Sorry, I didn't know that your brain was so complex. So we will follow you first. What? Yeah, because you, you're the one who leveled up, so we'll follow you and Frank. As you make your way on... Frank refuses to let you ride on his raft, so he's just, like, riding alongside you as you make your way 
towards the old corner. You know, this would go along so much faster if you just let me ride on it with you. No, thank you. I'm learning. Okay, so you already don't trust me. Why don't you just kill me then? <laughs> he gives you like a look. I'm 12. So, it would be manslaughter. Accident. He glides up to my chest over ahead of you. Perfect. Anyway, we get to the museum. The museum is a large stone thing. I think it's fairly new. I think it was built maybe 20 some years ago as a wave of uh, city beautiful movements swept through the country and parks and other beautiful things were slowly added to your city. So I think the museum is about 20 years old at this point, even though it does have quite a bit of artifacts. If you've ever seen the Smithsonian, I imagine it looks something like that, but it has a bit of a Scandinavian feel to it. That's the only way I can describe it. So the hole in the wall entrance is about a block away from the museum. You're able to find it because of the usual influx of uh, party goers that I think, I imagine they're on like a, like a newsletter so that they'll like see the message boy uh, who will I'll name Jeremy. Randy. Oh. Randy, okay. Randy. Randy. Oh. <laughs> I imagine they're on like a newsletter thing that like Randy is like, Hello, this is the address for the hole in the wall tonight. Have fun. Drink responsibly. And at the start Don't of the night, we see one of the hole in the wall's regular employees, Greg Kelman. He is a very tall, muscular, Middle Eastern guy. He uh, has a few like gnarly scars on his hands. Like he's been cut multiple times by like broken glass or something like that. And part of me wants to say he wears an eye patch, but I feel like that'd be over dramatic. What do you, do you want him to have an eye patch? It's a little bit over dramatic. Okay, he won't have an eye patch. You know that like that black guy that's in uh the animated Tangled series that's like friends with Flynn Rider? Is that who that is? I imagine he looks like that, but like with Middle Eastern features and no beard. Aladdin? Aladdin. No, not Aladdin. <laughs> no, I know. That's just what comes to mind. Anyway, that is who is guarding tonight. As Frank floats over, Greg does not bat an eye. He looks up and he says, Time to introduce me to voice. <clears throat> no magic items in the hole in the wall. Sorry. And Frank just looks at Mississippi and is like, I don't know how to put this away. I, um, Maybe just like imagine getting it smaller or imagine it getting smaller. Sorry. I'll try. But Frank lowers himself down so that he, the raft is on the ground. And when he gets up, he closes his eyes and like waves a hand over Mississippi. Nothing happens the first time. So she has a second time. The second time you see the ore twitch a little bit, and then the third time you see the wood begin to like fold up like a piece of paper. The ore shrinks down 
until the Mississippi is the size of like a handkerchief with a little like fork-sized oar. That's cute. Frank smiles and grabs his tiny raft and puts it in the pocket of one of those uh, big oversized clothes that you guys stole from the Arbor House. I'm not even there, man. You can't glare. <laughs> Glaring at imaginary you. Head inside? I suppose. Hi there. Welcome to downtime. I hope the audio for this episode isn't odd. I'm trying something new and I hope it works. If it doesn't, feel free to tell me. The more feedback we get about our show, the better we get. I think we're doing pretty well for a bunch of first-timers, though. While the next episode will include some wrap-up, this episode is the technical end to Jailhouse Blues. It will be three weeks until the next episode rather than two weeks in order to give everybody involved with the show a bit of a break. When we pick back up, we'll follow the wrap-up to this case and the interlude before the next. Let's cross our fingers and get a blessing from Oaks Church that this summer is a time of exciting content. I'll let you in on a secret. When I wrote Frank's character, he was initially an unnamed homeless boy that would lead Sam in Oakland to shards of the backstage killer's mask before fading into the background. Whether it's a blessing or a curse that he's gotten tied up with the hole in the wall remains to be seen. They give him a sturdy roof over his head, at least. Not everyone has that. Some people may not be homeless, but their houses are crumbling, lacking disability accommodations and important necessities. Rebuilding together helps with that. They work with disenfranchised communities to repair homes, making them more accommodating and safe. They often improve the selling price of the home, so if the family ever moves, they can possibly profit from the sale. Though to be fair, I know nothing about how real estate works, but I think that's how it works. Don't quote me on that. This is the last episode I'll be talking about rebuilding together, but I wanted to remind you all that donations made to the main group or to your local branch can help your community grow. I speak from personal experience when I say this is a trustworthy group to donate money or perhaps a bit of time to. The link to the main website will be in the show notes. And now, on with the show. And we are going to do a slide cut. Frank and Sam enter the hole in the wall, and we see Hank and Oakland emerge beside the Erickson Opera House. You can see that there are a few black marks in the road where the battle occurred earlier, but no one seems to pay any attention. Most of the people walking past in in the cars driving along the road are focused on their own thing, as most people are downtown. And the Erickson Opera House is once again quiet. I would like to enter through the door we entered last time. Okay, you still have the keys, so that'll be pretty easy. You head over and uh, you unlock the door 
you and Hank slip inside. As you enter the now very dark opera house, Hank leans over and says, Pretty sure I've heard about you. I do a bit of the, you know, on the side. Don't tell your friend, though. I give a chuckle and a nod as I lead him inside. Do you, um, light up the room? Yes. Okay. So, you make your little orb of light to guide you. And I think Hank glows a little bit as well to provide a touch of extra light. So there's, like, um, your light, whitish light, and then his warm golden light that are mixing together and illuminating the empty lobbies. Uh, where do you go in the opera house? I have a gift. Yeah, we're going to go down to the basement. Uh, as you get inside of the auditorium, you can see that the door leading into the flooded basement is wide open. Some of the uh, random props and stuff that have been in the back have been thrown around the stage. It's a little bit of a mess. Hank's hands glow again, and he puts them into fists as he stays beside you looking around. I'm going to roll to investigate, see if there's anything that they could have dropped while they were clearly in a rush. Yep. Okay. Yay. All right. Um, eliminating the darkness. Could I use a clear target? Because I'm clear. No. Okay. I tried. I tried. So that's a plus one. Okay. So is Mask Guy in prison? No. He broke Christine out of prison and killed like five cops on the way out. So he didn't run away with, or he ran away with her. Yes. Oh. Six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, you got a nine, and you get to ask me one question. Um, is there anything that could point to where the masked man is? Yeah, there's there's a pretty good clue. Um, from deep within the bowels of the opera house, you hear a southern feminine voice shout, For the last time, I don't know who you are! Well, that was fast. <laughs> Done. That- Sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's crazy. For a second. <laughs> In pause battle time, um, I'm going to quickly make my way downstairs, but stay silent while doing it. Yeah, Hank follows you. He even, like, kind of dims his light as he does so. There aren't many words exchanged between you two. I feel like there's this silent understanding that does not exist when Sam's around. That makes sense. Hey, I am just stating the facts, Cameron. Literally the opposite of this. Oakland is a gentleman vigilante. You are a trash gremlin. You are a trash gremlin. That's staying in. Really? I mean, yes. What makes you say that? Hey, Cameron, if you're the one being offended, it's because you portray too hard on Sam. Wow. Why is Sam a trash gremlin? I'm Have you met curious. yourself? Um, very sassy, very like, nah, 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 nah. like, willing to do dirty stuff, as in like crime. I don't know about sex, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was about to say, well, Italian does lots of crime too. So, I mean, um, okay. 
Well, Oakland is a gentleman about it. He's a vigilante. He helps people. And what is Sam? Just an asshole? Yeah. <laughs> You're a bootlegger. You literally argue me with a 12 year old. So? <laughs> you argue with everybody. Oh, I guess. But that still doesn't explain why I'm attracted to him. Oh, I don't, I'm not going to explain it anymore. Okay. It always explains the trash. I feel like that conversation explained it. Yeah. Fine. Anyway, you're heading back down into the basement of the Erickson Opera House. Okay. You can hear um, the music of Christine during her opera days. It is once again playing in the background as you can hear uh, Christine talking to the masked man. I was by your side at every show. I was your biggest fan. How do you not remember me? I don't know any Felix. I'm sorry, I don't. As you get within view of the scene, you can see that Christine is standing in, because you know there was like that little island that was kind of dry? She's standing in the middle of that she doesn't appear to be hard she is still she hasn't changed out of her clothes since last night so she's still wearing the dress that she wore when she was performing last night at the speakeasy she still looks exhausted she doesn't appear to be restrained but she is standing still as the masked man walks around her and you notice that like I described earlier how um, some of the furniture was like nailed to the wall, so it was above the water. On the guy's bed, you can see his broken mask. He is completely maskless at this point. And you can see the full horror of his face. It looks like someone melted his face off. You can see bone, you can see flesh, you can see tissue and nerves. You don't know how this man is alive. He looks like a wreck. Is there any, do you want to wait a little bit or do you want to immediately rush into action? I'll listen a little longer and not because Cameron was signing it to me. That wasn't really sign language. I didn't say you were using sign language. I said he was signing it to me. Okay. You were charading it. Okay, is that okay. a better term? That's better. We're okay. using charades. Um, as you stick, as you... Um, your glow, I assume, is gone at this point. Yeah, I, I turned it off when we started down the stairs. Yeah. As you stay in the shadows, you can see Hoyt take a, a step down. Like, he's continuing down the stairs. And his hand, the glow of his hand gets brighter. Do you want to stop him? Yes, I want to block his path with my wing and put a finger to my lips. Shh. But I don't actually go shh, because that makes noise. <laughs> Okay, um, do a quick go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Okay. Uh, can I use a clear target? <laughs> every time. Every, yeah, and it will always be every time. Hey, Natalia knows how to maximize her tags. I, I approve. Um, I feel like this is less of a clear target. Like, I know it's, you know who you're blocking, but I just feel like that's like more this of a, a... It's more offense like, and a defense. Yeah, I, I think. Okay. So then I'll be using black feather beans. All right. So it'll be plus one. That's three dice. Six, seven, eight, nine. Nice. I got a nine. All right. 
Um, so I, I believe you get one option from the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Oh no, no, no. Was it go toe to toe? Yeah, go toe to toe. Managed to achieve your goal. Yeah. We see him step down, and you quickly block him. Look into my face, Christine. You must remember. You must remember this. He like waves at his face. Christine does not want to look at his face. Every time she makes eye contact with him, she like flinches away. Were you the one who killed all those people? I did it for you, Christine. They ruined your career. I don't. I may not remember who you are, but I don't want you killing anybody for me. I'm trying to live my life. I don't care that they may have ruined my career. I have a good job now. I have friends. I have a new life. I don't, I don't need you to avenge anything. She has friends unlike him. This, this obsession of yours only gets people hurt. If you, if you really care about me this much, then you need to stop it. He slowly begins to approach her. She backs up as much as she can on the island before she, she reaches the water and like she kind of leans away from him he strokes her cheek with the back of his hand i think seeing him touch her triggers a deep rage within you oakland i feel it what do you want to do about it attack Oh, <laughs> you know it's just going to get you hurt again. Yes, but I will do it in the end. Because Oakland is not thinking rationally in this moment. I somehow am more rational when I am not in this scenario. I imagine we close in on your wing and you just see it pull back and Hank grins. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Uh, I would like to use black feathered wings, growing wings. Feather theory, I'm going to fly up, hopefully stay as silent as I am, and sideswipe him with my wings so he's away from Christine. So your main goal is to like get him away from Christine. Yes, get him away. Okay. I can beat him. (laughs) Okay. Um I think this is gonna be difficult you've got because he does not know that you're here. I will also like to use a clear target. Yes. Yeah, that's and um how many times is that so far? Four. Oh four. Okay, I was going to say that you could use some um, weight backing you up the tag, but like, that's a lot. So I'm going to I'm gonna cut it off there for you. Okay. But like later on, you can use Hank as a tag. Okay, so that's plus four. And would this be... Hey, with all you've got. With all you've got. Well, you're... Doing it so that you're having a minute with it. So you're going to... Your main goal is to oh. get him away. Yes, 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 yes. Six, six. Natural 12. Woo! We got us. Alright, here's all you got. Yeah, so you give them a tier 4 status on top of two extra options. Alright, I would like to give them a tier 4 status of nervous because I can't make da- physical damage, right? Um, How are you attacking him again? With my wing, but I'm also showing that I'm there. And hangs with me. Um, let me into the water. What do you think Sorry. I did? I feel like if you're hit, are you hitting him with your wings? Yes. 
then I think I might allow it because that is your their magical wings, especially you use the drawing tag, right? Yes. So they're larger than they were last time. <laughs> yes. So I think I will allow this. Yay. All right. I would also like to use you hold the target's attention and you gain the upper hand. So take one juice. Um, mark that down about the juice. What status are you trying to give him? I'm nervous. Oh, this goes, this is far beyond nervous. This is a yeah, tier four status. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like, scared would be like a tier two. Nervous would be like a tier two. Scared would be above. Me. Horrified? Horrified? Yeah. Horrified. Tormented. Tormented. Yeah. Tormented. Tormented. That's actually way better for what I'm planning. What do you mean better? Wait. Wait what are you planning? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plan. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I need to have something I, planned, but like, how I, see this, it. how I see this is going. Okay. So, um, as I move away from Hank, I my wings just grow out. I don't even, I don't think I have any control over it yet. They just go with my mood, and right now I'm feeling angry. I fly up as silently as I can, and before the masked man can even perceive what's going on, I slap him to the side with my wings. Um, you go to Christine. Like, do you do anything to comfort her? I'm blocking her from him. I'm, okay. I'm, like, flying so, above the ground a little, Yeah. I'm staying in front of her. Guardian angel! Ah! <laughs> Okay, you knock this guy off the dry land and he falls into the water that he calls his home. His uh, dark clothing is soaked. He props himself up on his hands, glaring at you with bare teeth like a dog. And you get this epic shot of you hovering over Christine like an angel giving a mere mortal a blessing. And there is this growing look of regret on the man's face. I'm here to protect you, Christine. I don't, I'm not trying to hurt you. He stumps to his feet, the water splashing loudly around him. Hank jumps into the water beside him. You've killed over 10 people. How is that helping? He looks around helplessly and you can see Christine's face is pity. There's pity on her face as she watches this man stumble aimlessly watching all three of you. Oakland, Oakland, he he says he knows me. I, I, her, her brow furrows as she thinks for a moment. And then he covers her mouth with her hand. Oh dear God, Felix Falcon. Uh, the masked man who we can now call Felix smiles a little bit. You remember me? Yeah, yes. I, I remember you now because you, you died. You, you died outside this opera house. 
Hank um, looks a bit confused now. Do you want to do anything with Cliff? Um, I'm going to land now, but I'm not going to move out from in front of Christine. I came back. I came back to avenge your ruined career. That that ain't your call to make. You she rubs her arms, trying to process the flow of memories and emotions going through her head. You are a nice man once upon a time. Why are you so obsessed with me? You're my angel. Oh, Cliff. What do you want to do now? I'm going to gently wrap my, wrap my wing around Christine and start to lead her out. Let's go. Wait, please, please. He takes a step towards her, but, like, Hank's fists punch the air and a beam of light shoots across the room and hits this guy again, sending him once again tumbling into the water. Um, as you as you lead Christine through the puddles of water that fill this room, she stops you for a moment, grabbing your shoulder. I don't I don't know if the police can handle him, Hon. Uh, she turns back to Felix and she steadies her gaze. Boys, it would be best if you cover your ears now. I give her a worried look, but I do as told. Hank copies. He knows better than to not listen to powerful women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one. Deva. Exactly. She moves towards Felix, who's lying in the water, and she begins to sing. She does not sing opera, or ragtime, or any of the jazz songs that she sings during her time at the Full in the Wall. This has no words. You don't hear it much because your ears are plugged, but you can feel it, in a way. You feel this wave of music flow through your bones, and you can only imagine what Felix is feeling with the full effects of her singing. It is a siren song. The notes flow up and down like the waves of the ocean, as Felix watches her with stars in his eyes and an amazed smile on his face. He stares at her even as she moves away from the spot she was in. He keeps staring at that spot. He is not registering anything in his eyes anymore. There is this cold look to him even as he smiles. And Christine sings her song. And with one last soft note, she takes one of her feet and gently brushes it through the water. And we see a glowing ripple 
move through the basement and through Felix. Christine turns back to you and sighs. She motions for you to unplug your ears. And as you do so, she says, he ain't harming anyone anymore. Thank you for listening. Samuel Jefferson was played by Cameron Trevino. Oakland Jackson was played by Natalia F. The Master of Ceremonies was Emmy Holty. If you like the show, consider supporting us on Patreon at The Hole in the Wall. Our theme song was Horrible by Mella on the Free Music Archive. Come again soon.